the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred. But we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association blog, The Stand, at Olive Tree Views, at lifesitenews.com, and elsewhere out on on the web and be sure to check out our school corruption and propaganda calendar and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today we are going to talk about something that's been on my mind for a while and there's an article I'm writing which is coming out on this and here it is, the top 10 reasons radicals give for corrupting children. That's right. Progressives are busy smashing the innocence and dreams of our children, in case you hadn't noticed, but they aren't doing it without thought. They have their reasons. They are ultimately very ungodly and foolish reasons that endanger children and reveal their base instincts and flawed values or the direct influence of the demonic realm in their lives or all of the above. So let me just run through as many of these 10 reasons that I've come up with as I have time to do here and for the rest you can go to our website at missionamerica.com let's see how many you agree with first of all it's always for the safety of kids and to prevent bullying how often have we heard that so a key goal of the LGBT crowd for at least the past decade or more has been to immerse kids in language and lessons to supposedly prevent bullying Bullying, which is, of course, something of great concern to parents and schools. So they 
happened upon a great strategy, right? But when you scratch the surface, many, if not most, of these programs have been deliberately infiltrated by LGBT propaganda. The homosexual lobbying crowd within our school systems loves to put one very false idea in these otherwise positive messages. That is, be kind, don't be a bully, but any child and teacher who really wants to avoid being labeled as a hater and a bully must become an ally and supporter of LGBTQ behaviors and identities. It's a common strategy of the left to pair acceptable messages with extremely questionable ones. They're using our innocent children as essentially human shields for their very destructive message. And it even goes beyond this idea, although this is bad enough. Frankly, there is a dumbing down aspect with these programs way too often that should concern everyone if you want your children to be thinkers and questioners. And here it is. It's that students and teachers are to have really no strong opinion about any behavior, unless, of course, it's to promote sexual anarchy and all these behaviors, or defend open bathrooms, or to bash our president and any conservatives, or to mock Christians. You're allowed to have strong opinions in those ways. But so, for instance, your child is not even to think that there is something problematic about, for instance, obesity in students or hygiene problems, or the student who uses constant F-words and other vulgar language, and all the other behaviors that someone needs to clue these kids into and give them guidance. Now, our Christian children, we need to teach to always use love and sensitivity if they are choosing to ever be honest with a struggling classmate, but some of these programs make it a huge issue to even think that there are better and worse behaviors, unless, of course, it's anti-conservative, anti-Christian behaviors and beliefs. We have sort of zombie kids walking around who are afraid to have an original thought or to trust their instincts and common sense and strong moral values. We need kids who have opinions, who are thinkers, who think some actions are indeed better than others, and to know why. They should be schooled, again, to use sense and sensitivity about how they handle those opinions, but they need to at least have them. In other words, they need to be allowed to think, but the left really doesn't want that. They want robots. So here's a second reason that the left uses to justify their corruption of children. Phony surveys like the GLSEN Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network School Climate Survey. They have been doing this survey for years to justify their claims that so-called LGBTQ students, which there is no such human out there, these are behaviors that no one is built and designed to do, and we should be warning kids against those behaviors and not assuming that people are born this way because the science doesn't back that up. But, and that's just one of the many lies embedded in what the homosexual lobbying community is telling kids and everyone else. But these kids who've already adopted these identities according to GLSEN and their school climate survey feel less safe, are more prone to hearing negative comments at school and even avoid school because of safety issues. That's what they say in the surveys, supposedly. Well, some of this is probably true, but let's be honest here. This survey, like others, 
from the LGBTQ crowd is an online survey. So the potential and actually the reality that it is padded with false responses is very high. So the other issue is that these are kids and teens notoriously exaggerate. They're full of drama. So one should always listen to them, but with a grain of salt that comes with adulthood and maturity. These are not the hard facts needed to base sweeping pro-homosexual, pro-transgender, anti-Christian, and anti-religious freedom school policies on in the name of keeping kids supposedly safe. But these surveys have been quoted many, many times at school board levels and used to pass local and even state policies. They are a poor rationale for such policies and the easiest solution to this problem where it exists for kids to stop identifying as homosexual or as gender confused people. If these identities are critically important in a person's life, then you're going to have to just decide that you're going to stop complaining or you can change. Listen to our side. We are the ones with the most positive future for you. The conservative and Christian view is the most positive and you can change, but it is a very arrogant and unrealistic expectation that the rest of the world needs to be forced to lie about gender, about healthy sexuality, so that a handful of kids feel better about their very not-so-great choices. This is unjust and irrational. It's part of the dumbing down of kids, and students need to be told, process this with all of the information. Of course, they're not getting all of the information. When I speak to high school groups in in the public schools, and I do quite often, I see these kids looking around. They have never heard the information that I share with them, and it's all very positive for every student. We need to help these kids see the truth and support them to getting to a better place. LGBTQ propaganda does not do that. Well, here's another excuse that's used for corrupting kids. If you're just joining us, this is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio, and we are talking about the 10 reasons that radicals use to justify corrupting children. Here's another one. Children ask for this. Yes, they ask for it. Pedophiles use that too, don't they? Hmm. This is another excuse for shoving homosexual and gender rebellious propaganda at kids is because kids really want this. Yes, this is what happens if you start with drag queens reading to three-year-olds, and by the time they are 10 or 11, they have decided purely by themselves, right, that they want to learn all about the next step, and that is how to change genders, supposedly, or engage in sexual behavior with people of the same sex, or to be bisexual, or whatever occurs to them. They just have come up with this out of the blue on their own own, right? This child empowerment and indoctrination gets kids up front to talk to library boards, school boards, and by the time they are teens, they are such hardcore activists screaming that their rights are being infringed that many of these kids are close to barbarians. I mean, it's really true. They have never been shown another way, and sexualizing any human being early diminishes their ability to empathize with or use mature judgment about lots of things. Many of these kids are going to be on their way to a college affiliation with Antifa or adopt pagan or Wiccan beliefs that are deeply, deeply disturbed 
and anti-Christian, they can end up being very destructive to themselves and others. We need to keep the lies away from kids in their early years, tell them the wonderful and positive truth, and perhaps they and we will escape the civil upheaval that is coming, and it's generated by young people whose minds have been totally manipulated by destroying their dreams, their innocence, and their common sense. And the LGBTQ activist community is one of the big contributors to this destruction and mob mentality. This is being done by sexualizing kids early and teaching them that virtue and sexual integrity are harmful and wrong and oppressive and patriarchal and even racist. It's all irrational nonsense. One more thing that that the left tells our kids among their reasons for corrupting them is that this is being inclusive for all kids. Okay, there is going to be graphic content here, so this is a warning about that coming up in the next minute or so, so maybe move your kids elsewhere if needed. After the legalization of same-sex marriage, the LGBT activists went full steam to not just ask, but demand through many avenues, including the NEA and all the big teachers' unions and their enormous money and muscle within school districts around the country, that school lessons must now include everywhere they can respect, quote unquote, for these behaviors. And and their real focus went to sex education. And what do they mean by respect? The type of sex ed that they have been demanding that they consider to be inclusive is called comprehensive sex ed, CSE. Remember that term. I talk about it quite often, but it is a smokescreen. It sounds real nice, but it's, it is neither comprehensive, unless you love pornography and triple X rated material, and it is not education. It is, however, extremely sexual. Well, what does inclusion mean in the minds of the homosexual activists in sex ed? It means there is total promotion of all of the many activities and sexual acts that are common to those in sexually deviant relationships. And this starts in middle school. And graphic content warning here, this means not just teaching kids about sexual intercourse vaginally, but about anal and oral sex and normalizing those as normal behaviors. All of that, including vaginal sex, by the way, all of which can be managed safely with latex or pills or both and These behaviors are covered as early as sixth grade. There's a new CSE curriculum recently passed in Austin, Texas. Even though hundreds of parents objected, they will teach children as young as sixth grade about anal and oral sex. They do mention abstinence, but in the process of all this, of course, they destroy the message they give about abstinence and the remaining innocence of these kids. And people need to get their kids out of these public schools and anywhere else you can, by the way, if you can. Along those same lines with the CSE sex ed, here's another rationale for corrupting kids. That comprehensive sex ed, the type I just mentioned, the CSE type is medically accurate and evidence-based and even promotes abstinence. But wait, they manipulate that term. Here's what one of the parents fighting this CSE program, and they lost, but hopefully that's about to turn around, in Austin wrote to me. Here's what she wrote, quote, 
Yes, anal and oral sex with graphic descriptions of both are included in a sixth grade classroom activity in which 11-year-olds are given 20 cards of various activities and made to discuss which ones are abstinence. Not only does the lesson explain anal and oral sex, it counts as material that is about abstinence, which is required by Texas law, unquote. Do you get what is happening here? It is total manipulation of the abstinence label and requirement by law, which is being done here in Ohio as well, friends. We are going to have to take a break now, uh, and we'll come back with more of these reasons why radicals justify corrupting kids after these messages. This is Linda Harvey from Mission America Radio. Please stay with us. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we are talking today about the reasons that radicals give for corrupting children. And yes, they have their reasons. No, they are generally not good ones. They are always at least misinformed. And if you want to read the whole article, go to our website at missionamerica.com. So here's another excuse for corruption. And this is heard in the sex education arena as well. I was talking about that before. And here it is that if you talk in a sex ed program too much about abstinence, that is a shame-based approach. Yes. And this is for those students, don't you know, who are already sexually active. That's right. We have Planned Parenthood and groups like Secus, Advocates for Youth, Glisten, and others who are very influential and have produced the main comprehensive sex ed programs being used in schools all over the country, taking a public position now that we are not to steer any kids back to abstinence if they are already sexually active, even though we all know that delaying sexual activity is the most positive course for any child's long-term well-being. But no, these wicked adults only care about pushing sexual behavior in as many directions as possible, and they don't really care about your children or mine. And it's an experiment, in case we had any doubt about it. Your child is a guinea pig for people who just want to try and see if this if this works. That's another of the reasons that radicals corrupt kids, and I'm not going to go into that one anymore uh, right now for the time we have. Here is another big reason that radicals use as their rationale for corrupting kids, and this is huge. They think there's nothing wrong with kids being sexual and that it's all positive. Yes, these are very, very depraved people. That's another excuse being used by liberals. So these people seem to be either flat out nuts or depraved or both much of the time. And I guess we know that by now, but some are in positions of great influence over our kids. So we have to be aware of how they think. And here's another very, very troubling trend that these folks have these kind of upside-down ideas about what's appropriate for kids, and they're actually offended and very concerned about too much innocence and wholesomeness. 
Yes, that's true. This bothers them. They really want kids to know everything and be adults real fast. In fact, many seem to get a real charge out of being explicitly sexual in front of kids. And you have to wonder then, of course, if there's an aspect of pedophilia going on sometimes, and I think there is, but at the very least, it's adults who want to sexualize children. They think they are liberating them, again, from oppressive parents or restrictive religious backgrounds or whatever excuse they come up with for something that is deeply, deeply sinful. One of these drag queens admitted in an interview recently that the goal was indeed to groom the next generation. Yes, groom. Many of you will recognize that term. Grooming is what pedophiles do to children to warm them up for the next step, which is actual sexual contact with the adult. The Drag Queen Story Hours give us a real glimpse into some very depraved hearts and minds. There have been reports of these drag queens, these men, you know, who dress as women, who read stories to kids in libraries. And of course, that's all they want to do, right? Yes, no. They want to do obviously much more. One performed an explicit strip act for the kids. Another was filmed with partial nudity as he was flashing himself at the audience of children. Another had little kids lying on top of him and cuddling with him after the reading. Several of these men have been found to have past convictions of child molestation, and another was a former prostitute. None of this is surprising when you read the content of some of the material that they read to kids. It's all about accepting homosexuality and gender confusion, and there's nothing at all wrong with that, and anybody who objects is hateful. Hmm. Kids are steered away from appropriate moral values, and they learn early on to hate people who try to teach strong moral values to them. Sometimes I think I'm living in a fun house where there are crazy mirrors and everything is distorted and nothing is what it seems, but that's why we must keep turning to the Lord and standing with him in the power of the Holy Spirit because he will direct our paths and give us wisdom when we run up against something as difficult as this last reason that I'm going to give you. And we've heard it very, very often these days. The LGBTQ people use this all the time. When all else fails, these very manipulative sexual anarchists will point to troubled kids and use them as an example and claim that if we don't support them in their very current desire, which may change next month and often does, to become sexually involved with someone of the same sex or to start down a road to mutilate their healthy bodies, that they will commit suicide and we will be responsible. These activists play the suicide card all the time to get their way. Many people, sadly, will succumb to such propaganda when the track record shows that the risk of suicide for troubled kids who are determined to go down these roads is at least as high or higher as they go full steam into these behaviors and identities. We must provide counseling and steer these kids on a right path and pray for these troubled kids and keep standing up for the truth 
and keep pointing them away from destruction. We must not go along with this because all kinds of things could be justified with the idea of, if you don't do what I want you to do, I will kill myself. This is a common psychiatric gimmick by very troubled people, and counselors know this and recognize it. We must not let public policy and school boards be manipulated by this, and certainly not parents taking their children into these wicked gender clinics for kids. But we know that is exactly what's happening. Friends, that's all the time we have. And as I mentioned, go to our website at missionamerica.com to get more details on these ideas I've presented today. And don't forget to review our school corruption and propaganda calendar to see what pro-homosexual and pro-gender confusion school events might be coming up so you can steer your kids clear and educate them with the truth instead. Just remember, friends, just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Friends, I want to make sure you know about something on our website that is very helpful for parents and grandparents if you have kids in the public schools, and it's our School Propaganda and Corruption Calendar. It's a list of the pro-homosexual and pro-gender confusion special days and weeks during the school year where activists will be promoting these sinful behaviors and giving completely deceptive information to impression students. You can tell your child the truth instead. Go to our website at missionamerica.com. And as always, thanks for your prayers for us and your support. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible.